Welcome to Her Clarity, Her Success, a podcast dedicated to sharing the stories of high-performing women and the strategies that inspire and empower women to step out boldly in their brilliance. I'm your host, Victoria Baylor, and I'm a mindset and clarity coach who's passionate about helping entrepreneurial and professional women gain clarity and a strong mindset to increase their worth and net worth. Please be sure to share and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any episodes. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi, everyone. You found yourself at Her Clarity, Her Her Success. I'm Victoria Baylor, Mindset and Clarity Coach, and I am delighted to have an amazing guest in my Zoom studio, as I like to call it. Uh, We have the lovely Cartina Pollen here tonight, and I can't wait for you to, for those that don't know her already, because she's a little bit of a superstar in our neck of the woods, Um, but those of you that are new to her, I can't wait for you to uh, get to know her, and I'm going to let her in this moment. Cartina, I'm going to let you introduce yourself, and welcome. We're excited to have you here today. Thank you, Victoria, for inviting me. I'm excited too. Um, as Victoria said, my name is Cortina Pollen. I am the president and principal consultant for Elevated Me LLC. I started my business about four years ago, going on five years, and um, I bring a wealth of knowledge. I have 24 years of leadership communications and technology experience in aviation. So I use that wealth of knowledge and my passion for fashion and my wanting to help women, um, empower women. I use all of that to help me start my business. And I'm very excited to talk to you about it. Well, so there's going to be so much, of course, we want to unpack with you today. And it's kind of funny. So I I love being transparent. Um, It's it's ironic that, of course, I would have someone of Cartina's caliber here. She's exceptional when it comes to digital presence and the way in which a woman shows up. And it was so funny when I started this podcast, like I had a few bloopers just even coming out the gate. So <laughs> her and I got a good laugh off, out of that. But what we're going to uncover tonight, as uh, Cartina kind of alluded to, is we're really going to kind of squeeze the gold out of Cartina because we are living in an age where your digital presence means so much it seems like more now than ever before, given how, you know, the pandemic kind of limited how we could get out and about. And it's really kind of forced a lot of us to communicate via online measures. Cartina, but, you know, I'm jumping a gun a little bit here, but I would love to get your perspective about that. How has the changing in the world really kind of demanded women to step up in a more stronger way and make their presence known digitally? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's taken over. Um, whether you're doing it for work, you're doing it for any organizations you may be in, or for children, your kids while they're in school, when they were in digital, digital school, online, virtual learning, um, it, it's taken over our life and we didn't know it. We didn't know it was going to happen. And I think it just hit us. And in that moment, we didn't realize what was happening to us, you know, at work, I'm doing WebExes all the time before COVID. Um, I managed a studio. So we were all, we did virtual events before it became a thing. We did virtual conferences started 10 years ago. So, um, but when COVID hit, like I'm literally sitting and all I did was sit in front of my computer all day, every day with video on, or sometimes I would turn it off and there's just audio. Um, then, you know, whether it was work or organizations I was in, I mean, it was just, it's, it's constant. 
And then, you know, I have my friends that had their kids in virtual school. And so you're sitting in front of the computer, you're working and you have your kids that you're going to have to help with virtual school. And I, I absolutely enjoy when um, we were working and kids would just come into the camera like, you know, hey, it's time for lunch, mama. It's like, I loved it. And they were like, so I'm like, no, it's okay. It's okay. We, everybody understands. Um, so I think there's a time and a place for everything. Like we, we knew what people were going through at that time. And, and you have to be understanding, understanding, empathetic, but then there's also a time where you have to bring your best. You have to bring your A game. If you're doing a, a digital job interview, a virtual job interview, that's when you have to step it up. And I think sometimes those lines got blurred because we were constantly on video. So you didn't necessarily, we didn't prepare ourselves for, okay, I'm getting ready to migrate from, I'm going to have on a sweatshirt to, I need to really dress up in business attire for this virtual event. And I need to show up to it just like I was in person. Wow. Okay. So you, yeah, you've definitely laid out the welcome mat to this conversation. Um, <laughs> we're going to jump into it because you're absolutely right. The fact is that it doesn't matter what's well, let me back up a little bit. The importance is being able to make those strong impressions. And I love what right. you said about the blurred line part, because I think it's so important for us as women not to underestimate those lines. And I imagine from your perspective, because you are, you know, really adept to understanding this whole landscape, there are there a lot more lines, I think, than women um, kind of can fathom when it comes to the way they show up and the way they're being perceived? Do you think women underestimate those lines? I think so. Sometimes we all do myself included. Um, during COVID, I had a job interview and um, during the job interview, they asked, it was an internal interview. They asked, was I in my office? And I said, no, I came home because um, even if my door is shut, and I have a sign on it, somebody's going to come in and they laughed. They thought that was funny. But for that interview, I didn't just get dressed from the waist up. I had on my full suit, I had on pants, and I had on heels because it also helps get your mind right. Mm. So it helps prepare you mentally as well as physically. So you're, you're going in, like for me, I needed to do that. I needed to show up as my full self as if that interview was in person. So um, I think sometimes we could take those things for granted and maybe show up in an interview and have on your suit at the top and then sweatpants at the bottom. But does that affect the way you handle yourself in that interview or that situation? Because you didn't necessarily become, you didn't come to it fully, fully prepared physically or mentally. Wow, that's really powerful what you're saying and what you're suggesting. And I think it really goes back to that old saying that it's almost like clothing really is like soft armor. And, you mm -hmm. know, you wouldn't go into battle or you wouldn't go with an objective, like partially, you know, with armor on. You really mm -hmm. want to make sure from the head to your toes that you are representing. So thank you so much for I I know we're going to really enjoy the rest of this conversation I'm gonna hit a quick pause button because I know you're going to really be dropping the nuggets so uh -oh. anybody <laughs> anybody listening in please be sure to definitely grab your notepad and pen we're going to take a quick little detour to get to know Katina a little bit more personally so we're going to do a little bit of an icebreaker but we're definitely going to resume that conversation that's much needed I feel like I feel like you're one of those voices that a lot of women need to hear in regards to really facing themselves and knowing they have control about how they show up. Um, mm -hmm. But in the meantime, 
Katina, it's all about you. I was thinking, I always like to customize my um, icebreakers for all my, my guests. And the first thing I thought of, because you are so poised, put together, and you always come show up with an amazing image. You know, she's, Katina is such a beautiful woman. And she always has like the best style. We love her glasses. She's like trademarked <laughs> for her glasses and her style. I have an interesting question for you. Now I've done the buildup. Now you get to hear the question. I'm scared. I'm scared. I know. <laughs> this is going to be fun. So because it comes so natural to you, obviously just fashion and showing up, I would love to know from you, what was the best time like you showed up physically and had that image put together and then describe for us what was one of the worst snafus you experienced like on the clothing image end love to know your best moment worst moment I would say my best moment can I have two best moments <laughs> so my- you know she can dress if she has two of them <laughs> My best moment was, um, I think I mentioned earlier, um, my corporate experience and, and in that experience, I, um, I led the internal and external teams that built our multimedia studio. And, um, my director at the time said, well, we we knew we were planning a weekly newscast. And he said, you're going to, um, you're going to anchor the newscast. I said, no. No, I, that's not that's not me. No, I'm a computer person with ones and zeros. I'm behind the scenes with the equipment. Nope, you're 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 doing it. You're doing it. Okay, okay. Remember, I warned you. <laughs> and um, we went live. Um, me and my, it was me and my co-anchor had an amazing team of um of, of people that supported us. Um, that led that led led the that produced it and directed it. Um, and when we went live, we went live into the, from our studio into the convention center and, um, we practiced it several times, practiced it several times. And, um, the person that was hosting it, um, at the convention center, he said, Hey, we're streaming live from our new multimedia studio. Here's Cortina Pollen and, and my co-anchor. And, um, and, and we're, and, and then he said, whatever it was, he said, I don't remember the script. This was 10, almost 10 years ago. And I could not, we weren't expecting this round of applause. So I'm like, uh Oh, I can't hear him. I know I'm supposed to speak next. I can't really see him to see if he's talking. I don't know what to do. I'm not saying this, but this is all going through my head. Right. I'm like, okay, my heart's beating fast. They can hear my heart through the microphone, I'm sure. <laughs> like I'm, in my, I'm inside, I'm having a breakdown, right? But nobody, but I was shocked that I'm saying this was the best time because this was my first time doing it. Uh-huh. Um, the person I co-anchored with, because I also um, helped plan the conference, he and I never practiced until that day, the day of. Uh-huh. We never even met each other. Um, and... At some point, I thought, okay, just say it. Just go start talking, and they'll stop clapping. And that's what I did. And I say that was my 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 best moment because I was very insecure, and I mm-hmm. came I, I overcame that. Um, so much could have gone wrong in that moment, but the power of being live. So if anybody's out there scared of going live, the power of it is, even if you mess up, you can come back from it. 
and you just roll with it. But it was it was great because at the end of the day, no one knew what was happening behind the scenes. No one knows what your 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 run of show is except the people that are working there with you. Um, and at the end of the event, we all cried because there was just that much. We were like, oh, we did it, we did it. So I would say that's my best moment. That's my favorite. That was such a great moment. Wow. That's a, yeah. What, man, what you overcame in that moment and just following your gut instinct. That's really cool. So let us know what your, dare I say, one of your not so stellar moments. Oh, I have a lot of those. And that old position, they had a um, folder with all of my bloopers in it. And, uh, <laughs> but I always I have the thing is, I have fun with it because like if they'll put a word in my script that I'm just not great at saying I'm like why did you put that in the script you know I need the hook <laughs> my phonics version you know have fun with it um I think I think one of <laughs> um I'm gonna say I'm instead of using my one of my corporate examples I'm gonna use one from my business is just going live and I probably did five minutes of the show with my microphone on mute and I didn't know it. <laughs> so it's like, uh-oh, I'm on mute. And I, I didn't see the comments coming in that said I was on mute. And, um, you know, you just roll with it. Like, I'm sorry, I messed up, guys. This is, this is the power of live. When it's live, you get all of me unfiltered, <laughs> unscripted. <laughs> Well, I, you know, the reason your, your attitude about it all, I think definitely speaks volumes about the reason why you're here today. And the reason why we definitely want you to be able to share your insights with our listeners, because, you know, we're going to get into it, but that there's a lot of intrepidation and fear in the, around the arena of just showing up and being visible. And there's a lot of vulnerability attached to that. So I would love to know, we're going to hit a pause button and come back to that. But before we find out like your insights about that vulnerability and like how to release that kind of burden, let's go like back to the beginning. When for you, so we know you work in corporate and you do this kind of stuff day in and day out. When did it kind of, for you, like the light bulb come on where you realized that, okay, I have, there's women that need to hear this. They need to learn this. They need to know how to show up. They need to take control of their image. When did that passion for you churn for empowering women? I think it was always there, but it just wasn't formalized into this nice little package. Um, a friend of mine, um, Takwa, she told me, Kurtina, you need to incorporate yourself. And I thought, huh. And I thought about it and, and, and then I started, I was like, she, I said, she's right. And so she knows to this day, I give her complete credit um, for this. And um, so I started, so I said, well, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go to what is going to be necessarily what people expect me to do. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I decided, hey, I want to be an image consultant. And it may not be, when I say image consultant, it's not necessarily maybe in the traditional way that people may think. Um, I, I don't, I no longer do like personal shopping or anything like that. But I mean, if you ask me to, I might. But um, it was just like, how can we, I make someone just bring their whole self and be, um, and not, and just show up as the, as their best self. Like, how can I help them do that? And not that I'm the, 
the, you know, I do it 100% of the time. We all need help. And, 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 and I have coaches, you're my coach. Um, but, but how can I help them do that? So that's when I decided to go down the image consultant path. And, um, I didn't start it right away because I, I started, I, I did, I did, um, take classes at the, um, Fashion Institute of New York. Um, and, and when I told my friend that who told, who suggested I start the business, she said, you know what? I knew you weren't going to have to do it. You weren't just going to start the business. You're going to, you know, you, you were going to go all the way. And then that, that just, that just, it just took off for me at that point. Um, and then, um, through that process, uh, I, it even changed while I was going through the training because when I would go on site to New York for class, it was, I found myself helping people there. We helped each other. Um, and it wasn't necessarily about showing up what you were wearing or it, it was about, you know, how are you, um, how are you showing up digitally? Um, and I think, and I had the most experience with that. So I was able to help them with that. And I think that was when it started to kind of shift. Um, and I thought, you know, cause sometimes everything, sometimes, you know, everything that's in your toolbox, you don't necessarily, because you do it every day, you're close to it. You, you don't think about how you can use it in other ways. And then the light bulb just went off for me. And I just, you know, I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to help women. I want to help them show up as the, their best selves digitally, um, in person, like anything I can do to help women do that. So they feel confident um, in those situations that that's, that's how it started. No, that's amazing. And I, I love it because, uh, you know, part of that whole clarity process is really like noticing the clues. And I love that you got to the point. And of course, there's like the fireworks leading up to that, were people like approaching you and always asking you questions about the things you were doing or like the way you were showing up digitally? Like, how did you did like was feedback also a part of your interest in pursuing that that's that space? Um, yeah, so a lot of people would always, because of my IT background, I, I get questions all the time about um, technical questions, just in general, unrelated to your digital, digital presence. Um, and then when I started, start, when I started working with my business, um, and what really, I, I did maybe one or two recordings, um, and then I wanted to offer my clients a product. Even when I went through the training, it was great to offer your clients a tangible product. And then I became an independent paparazzi consultant um, and that became my product. And then that process going through that, that's what forced me to go live. Like, okay. And at first when I started, I said, listen, guys, I'm not going live. Don't, that's not going to happen. And people would be shocked because of what I did at work. I would stand, I could stand on a stage in front of 2000 people and, and give a presentation. It doesn't, it's, it's no big deal. Um, I, I can, I can sit in front of the camera at work, um, and read the teleprompter and it's okay. But there was something about being in my office at home by myself with the camera. It was terrifying. So I completely understand I am there with you, but you know, I say rip the bandaid off and do it. And if you just do it for two minutes, don't make it long, just do it. And then once I did that and I started developing that presence and people started watching me, um, then I started getting more questions about less about the, 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 um, the fashion side or, um, or the jewelry. And people would ask me, well, Hey, how did you, do, how did you do, how do you feel about going live? Like, are you nervous? How did you start doing it? And then that's when the business just started to evolve. 
you know, it's so funny that I love it. So looking back, I love your trajectory. You start the business, love the name, elevated me. And then you kind of start the foray looking at the typical kind of image consulting thing. And then you got, you realized the digital presence was your sweet spot. And then you just kind of kept your ear to the ground, jumped into, you know, doing lives. And then the feedback started to come in. And I think for a lot of women, I think your path is really amazing because I think for a lot of women, there's a disappointment that if they do something and they don't necessarily like hear what they think they need to hear, or they're not, they're not getting the feedback, you know, there's a temptation to stop, but within Mm -hmm. your business, you just kind of kept digging, you know, pushing in, pushing in, pushing in. And it was ironic that you pushed in an area that was uncomfortable for you, but then all of a sudden opened up the main thing that you have the strongest capabilities of helping other women with. Did you find that to be very ironic? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it, because I do it, like I said, I do it at work and there was just something different about doing it outside of work and, 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 um, and it just, but it just evolved from there. And, and, and I'm able to put my own twist on it, you know, and I mean, now, because I do it at work, I can be very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I'll give an example. I went to several events this week and I'm glad because nobody knows which event I'm talking about when I say this. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I call myself um, an event technologist as well because of what I did with events, setting up the technology. On the other end, I can set up the live feed there. Um, that experience with that, and but I'm very particular about what the audience sees on the screen. So, for example, I don't think that if you've got two PowerPoint presentations, at no point should the audience see you switching from one presentation to another. In my opinion, <laughs> you should make it streamlined. <laughs> Your professional opinion, which it's is definitely seamless. appreciated. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So there are little things like that. I'm like, I can help them with it. I want to help them. <laughs> There, there are ways to get around that. We can do hyperlinks and, you know, use two computers and a switch box. Like we can, we can, I want to help. <laughs> you know, it's what, well, I mean, I think that introduces a very good point. Why not raise the bar? You know, if companies mm-hmm. and professional organizations have the whereabouts to implement these things and we get to see it and we get to like really fawn over their professionalism, why does a woman matter if it's her business or she works with a company why should she think to do anything less than that why can't she operate at that level too and actually I'd love for you to address that what do you think sometimes the challenge that women have like in their mindset because you mentioned that earlier that kind of prohibits them from really stepping out and saying okay I need to raise the bar on how I show up in my digital presence what's what's their impediment I think sometimes you, you don't know what you don't know. Like you, you may not realize that you need to raise the bar because you may think you, you're already there. Oh. Um, and, and, and when I, what I would say there is I like watch other people, like don't copy, you know, you don't want to necessarily become a duplicate copy of other people, but I'm inspired by other people um, uh, all the time. And I don't, I, like I said, I don't, I won't necessarily take, you know, I'm inspired by you. I'm not going to take you, you, what you do and, and make a duplicate copy of it. Um, but there may be something I could take away from it that I can incorporate in it. Um, when I first started anchoring, I used to record the, I, well, I still record the news because I'm just geeky like that, but um, <laughs> I recorded the news and I would watch it. I would watch a portion of it 
um, with, um, with, the, with it muted. So I'm just looking at what they're doing, what their mannerisms are. I just, I, I'm literally studying them. And then I would, I would only um, listen to the audio. And then I would watch it together because at that point you, you, you see things that you don't necessarily see when you're listening and you hear things that you don't necessarily hear when you're looking at it. So um, that was one way that to me, that was school for me. Um, and I learned a lot. Again, I didn't, I didn't necessarily um, become Gail King. I love her to death, but I didn't, come, I didn't become Gail, but there are things I took away from that, even from the way other female anchors dressed. Um, their their accessories their their makeup their hair um and 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 I use that to help I just study I study other people whether they're on social media and that that developed my brand but I always stayed true to myself oh wow so you've said I think you said what you hit essentially hit the nail on the head it really is about raising the bar but not losing yourself in the process and I think going back what to what you said earlier, you're right. There's so many women that maybe doesn't have that heightened sense of awareness. So they mm -hmm. think they're already there. And that's why people like you are so important. And I've actually seen Cortina's live now. So I can totally understand why people would like bombard her for questions on like, how do you do this? Because she brings a level of sophistication to the way in which she projects herself out there. And what's interesting about that is well, you tell me because you're the professional in that regards. When a woman actually does that, when she raises the level on which she shows up and she is hyper, not hyper and aware in which she's insecure or like overly self-conscious, but hyper aware in the sense of she's in control of what she puts out there and she takes control. What can that woman expect to receive as a result of that? If she can really get serious about her image, her digital presence, what can she expect as a, I think, as, as positives that can come her way? Well, I think it, it redevelops her brand. Oh. So especially if she's an entrepreneur, whether she can be an entrepreneur or she could be representing an organization she's in. So, you know, let's not let's let's take, for example, someone that may be the president of an organization they're in. Even in that situation, you want to bring your best self because you are, you know, you could be doing a fundraiser. Um, you can be doing a, a, a press conference where you're at an event and they're asking you questions. Um, you, you, as, as the president of that organization, you still need to bring your best foot forward. Um, and I think, I think once you, when you realize it, I love when people have their aha moment, like, and they've crossed over to that. And then you become, once you realize it and you have that aha moment and, even if you're, you're already confident, your confident just confidence just increases and it starts to show in everything you do and you don't realize it. And then people want to know more about you. They want to, they want to know how did you get there? How did you develop? And, and um, they want to get to know you. Uh, they want to get to know that organization that you're representing, because if you're coming and you're doing this fundraiser for whatever, the popcorn fundraiser for whatever you, you need to raise money for, um, they may be, they're going to be more apt to help you with that and to donate to it because they're going to see you as professional and okay, this is legitimate. This isn't something that somebody is trying to scam me. This is a legitimate organization, a legitimate fundraiser. Um, they didn't show up on the live with their pajamas on, or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but she's witnessed that y'all she's witnessed that. <laughs> she's seen it all. <laughs> I mean, 
mean, there is a time and a place to show up on the live with your pajamas on, but let's make sure it's that right time. Um, so I think when, when you do that, sometimes it helps you just personally, it gives you that boost in your self-esteem. And when you have that boost and you're confident, it just exudes from you, whether it's at work, in your personal life, your kids, your, your niece and nephews, or, you know, people start to pick up on that. And what you don't realize is people are watching you and you don't even know it. Um, so I think that, that, did I answer your question? You did. And then some, okay. you, you brought, the, <laughs> you brought the value. No, you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, uh, I totally can second that being a mindset and clarity coach and focusing on personal growth and personal branding. You are absolutely right because your we control your personal brand is your image. It's the way people see you. It's the way they sum you up. It's the way the impression you make. And you're right. I mean, you, as much as we'd like to, I think sometimes women tend to kind of put off that whole notion of, you know, what I show up or how I show up and tend to think that it's, you know, well, there's my qualifications and there's, I've done this, that, and the other, but in the end, our mental perceptions and our visual perceptions went out, you know, when right. people see you, it's not, it's like what they say, it's not so much what you're saying is how you're saying it and mm -hmm. how you're showing up. So mm -hmm. with that being said, I've heard, and I, and I, there's so much study around this, the idea of value judgments and not the frivolous judgment that someone just says, oh, I don't like her blouse, but the kind of judgment that says, based on the way you show up, I can attribute value to you. Mm -hmm. What would be your tips for women to raise that value? What kind of things should they do and consider in the way they show up so that people will have better and stronger, favorable value judgments for them? I would say um, always be prepared. Um, don't just show up and, uh, and feel like you don't need a script per se. I'm not saying you need to memorize something have a plan in your head, even if it's, you know, even for, you know, if it's five minutes before, um, have, have some nuggets that you think you're going to hit on when you, like, when you do that live. Um, because if you just go live, I mean, there's some, there's some people that are great at it. They can hit that, that live button and they are amazing. Um, <laughs> I am not one of them. I tend to, I, I, I tend to have a script, if you will. I have a plan. I know what I'm going to do. Um, it's, it could just be an outline. Like I want to hit these three topics. I am going to, I'm going to give you, I'm tell you, I'm going to tell you a secret. Okay. I have my laptop here in front of me, my ring lights in front, um, the, where it's, where it has the, the, where the phone holder is. I have a piece of paper at, at the top of it. Um, Ooh. I do, I have a piece of paper at the top and it just reminds me, it says to empower women to be confident, elevate and to succeed. Huh. and that kind of keeps um, you in the mind frame for well for tonight because i knew we were doing this uh-huh i needed something to keep me on script if you will now i haven't necessarily said that sentence throughout the night but it keeps me on script i have i help ambitious women enhance and elevate their image digital presence and technical knowledge to increase their professional influence and impact I haven't said it all night but it's there to help me stay on script and know the, you know, I definitely, this is what I want to talk about. This is what um, I, I want the takeaway from tonight to be, even if I'm not saying it directly, it's there as a reminder. So there's my secret for tonight. <laughs> well, that's a great tip. No, and that's awesome because I think that kind of goes back to 
the tips and suggestions you hear about waking up every day and looking at your journal or reminding yourself of your mission statement. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's always make that necessary maintenance, so to speak, because if you're not maintaining yourself and the idea of what you're putting out there, then naturally you migrate away from. And I think right. that's how women sometimes will, I've heard issues where they'll show up one. You probably heard it definitely in your profession, but sometimes people don't know what to think of someone. One week, they're one thing. The next week, they're next. They're like, there's no true definition. There's no image for them to hold on to. And Um, no matter what you decide to do, like I said earlier, you know, stay true to yourself. I, I, I would, this isn't probably staying true to myself, but I found something recently, maybe in the last six months. It was a, um, it was a program from my daycare graduation. And I have no memory of this whatsoever, but in the program, it said introduction of speaker, Kartina Pollan. So at four years old, I was introducing the speaker at our <laughs> daycare graduation, four or five, I don't know how old I was. I don't remember it, but apparently I did it. And it was probably only two or three sentences, but you know, I guess in some ways I stayed true to my four-year-old self and didn't even realize it until that reminder popped up. I don't know where the program came from. (laughs) (laughs) Look, you were wowing him at a young age. Um, So so I'm going to speak candidly and honestly for the woman that's struggling or is in that weird limbo stage. And I've been there too. So, you know, when you're transitioning out of careers, you're getting into a business and you're trying to figure out who you are image wise. Uh So I remember when I got out of research, we were wearing, you know, cargo pants, tank tops, and you had to get into business. And it's like, okay, how do I want to show up in business? Because everything you wear communicates, whether it's the power suit or the relaxed blazer. What's your advice for the woman that is struggling to figure out, aside from definitely calling you and getting your help, um, (laughs) what's your advice for the woman that's kind of in limbo between trying to figure out that comfortable spot you know the goldilocks this whole hard bed soft bed like that comfortable space for their image and the way they show up what should they do while they're trying to figure that all out you know i'd say while they're in that transition phase if they, especially if they know where they're transitioning to right um I, I had someone that um a client she was um a nurse and she was moving into more of a management position in that field where she wasn't going to wear scrubs every day but she didn't necessarily need to wear a suit either um well, you know while i love me a suit i will wear a suit all day every day sometimes you don't want to, you don't you don't need to wear a suit so you may not you although there's a quote that says you can never be overdressed or overeducated um, but you, you can be overdressed sometimes, right? Yeah. Um, so we worked with her just to, you know, a nice blouse and a nice pair of slacks, business casual, elevated business sheet casual, you know, just a hint of accessories, not to overdo it, not something like I'm wearing tonight. Don't, don't over bling it. Um, and then just take, you know, get comfortable in that. Like if, if whatever that step is that you're transitioning to, or maybe you're transitioning from wearing a suit to wearing scrubs every day. Um, and, and, and how can you make, how can you make your scrubs your own? Like, what can, how can you make, how can you connect with it? Um, I I would just say, make that connection, um, find other people in that field that you're going into, um, or find someone like me that can help you, um, (laughs) help you with that, with that, um, transition. And, you know, we work, we can work on it together. We figure it out. My advice would be just do your research 
do your research. Um, find a mentor that's possibly in that in that area that you're wanting to go into and uh, work with them, take their advice, uh, challenge their advice. If you, there's something you don't agree with, ask them, well, why, why would you do that? Um, I, I think that's um, great as well, but definitely um, find someone that can help you in that field. And, um, and if you can't, that's why there's people like me and Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely. I will give them your number. You know, it's funny, fun, fun fact. I actually spent a few, I think a few months in as an image consultant after I was uh -huh. making wedding gowns, prom dresses. And I knew that image played us the way people dress women. It changed the way right. they showed up. Right. And then I realized like, oh, well, maybe I'm not an image consultant once I started getting it. Cause I like the mindset part, yeah. but I, what's so amazing about image consulting and for the people that are especially gifted, like you and seeing those parts of it, like the digital presence, I'm personal branding side, but for someone like you, like really putting together that visual package, I can't help, but think about Sheryl Sandberg. So for those mm -hmm. that don't know, Sheryl Sandberg is the author of, she's a COO, I guess, for Facebook, right? And she's the author for Lean In. And if you get a moment, this is the power of transformation. I think it's worth mentioning. If you look at her before pictures and then look mm -hmm. at her after pictures, after she went to see someone, totally different woman. And it just really gave her that power image. I felt like that she was deserving of for what she brought to the table. And it's okay right. to be a bohemian and things like that, but it's really neat. The, the So I say all that to ask your professional opinion, because I think sometimes women make clothing so frivolous and they think that it's kind of vanity, but in essence, do you really feel like the clothes do make the woman? Oh, absolutely. Because um, one, like I said earlier, it puts you in the mindset when you dress like for what you're trying to show up for. It, 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 it's like you're a, you're a boxer and you're preparing for that fight and you're trying, you know, you're in there, you're trying to get your mind right. It's the clothes can do the same thing for you. Um, I, you know, I'll, I'll purposely put on, I have, I remember I was doing, uh, I was, I had, I was speaking back to back two days and so, okay, I'm going to wear this light gray suit to the second day because more people know me there. The second day I'm wearing my Navy suit with stripes in it because um, they don't know me. I want to have an authoritative presence and those stripes kind of have a masculine type vibe to them. So it put me in a position of, okay, she's a subject matter expert because it's not, it's, it's not just what you're saying, although you have to back it up with what your, what your knowledge is, but people make, they judge you as soon as they see you. But when you get on that stage, before you even say, hello, my name's Cortina, they have already made an opinion of you. Yes, so so I don't, don't take your clothes being frivolous. And it doesn't mean you need to go out and buy all name brand clothes and you need to spend thousands of dollars. It doesn't mean that I'll tell my customers all the time, like, don't, don't go out and buy a whole new wardrobe. Let's work with what you have and let's see how we can, you know, maybe we just buy a jacket, you know, and start from there, you know, and I know you do color or you did color analysis to Victoria, like, I love that because most that's when when they have that aha moment of like what colors look best on them or they oh, yeah. they gravitated toward colors that look good on them but they didn't know why. Mm -hmm. um, so when we do that, I'm like, don't go out and buy a whole new wardrobe in those colors. Like, not I mean, unless you, you know if you can afford to, go ahead, but don't do that. But 
at that moment, they haven't even changed their wardrobe yet. And just knowing what colors look good on them at that point, their confidence is through the roof. It's, I mean, it's a game changer. You're right. I always used to tell my clients, I say, you could wear a muumuu in the color that illuminates your skin and adds brightness to it and look amazing and wear a power suit right. in the wrong color and completely look drained and devoid of life. So you're I, absolutely yeah. right. And I, I love what you're saying because what you can really do is determine the outcome. So really mm. when you use your image tools, like what you're saying is like that blue suit, blue is a tr- color of trust. And then the pinstripe, I love what you said, given that masculine feel to it and that authoritative feel, knowing your audience, knowing how to kind of turn them and get them adjusted so they're receptive to you. To mm-hmm. me, that's the kind of power I think every woman should be able to wield. And right. um, so when you know the strategies, wow, that sounds like that's a huge game changer. Yes, yes. And, you know, look at yourself in the mirror before you go and ha- have some affirmations and and. Uh, you know, a lot is mental just as much as it is physical. It is. And you've shared so much. I really, really appreciate it. And we could probably talk to you all day about just showing up. But I think the greatest takeaways is that what I feel like what you said is that women really do need to empower themselves. And first of all, they need to know that they are worth much greater than maybe sometimes what they're showing up with. And they need to take that power back use the tools that they have at their disposal and really change the narrative about themselves. Um, Is there anything that we left out that you want to communicate and share for women? Um, I just, I just want to say, believe in yourself, you you know, don't, don't, you know, of course you're going to worry about what other people think about you, but don't stress over it. You know, I tell people, you know, in my training with the Facebook Live, if, even if you have zero viewers, you go ahead, you hit that live button. You Don't you stop. Don't you say, let me wait for 10 <laughs> people to come on. You keep going like there are thousands of people on that live. Like, don't let that bring you down. Like you come with that level of energy that you want someone to have when they show up for you. And you know what, guys, if if you mess up, if you fail, it is absolutely OK. It is normal for us to have some failures but as long as we learn from them and then we take it to the next step we elevate from there it's okay so keep whatever you do don't stop trying and have the confidence in yourself and believe in yourself and if you don't have that confidence in yourself I have it for you even if we haven't met yet I am confident that you can set out to do whatever it is you want to do So you have your assignment tonight, ladies. You need to go live tonight for at least two, three minutes. Get out there, just get the pain out and just become become confident in it. And we've heard it first from the authority herself, Cortina. Thank you so much, Cortina, for sharing your insights. I mean, very, very valuable. Thank you for really helping women see, see themselves in a different light and to own their confidence. And thank you for reflecting that so that we have someone to look at to help us see ourselves better. So with that being said, I know you've got things going on and that there's some people I always like to say want to stalk you, but we mean that in a very, in a very kind sense, not in a crazy sense. Where can people find you and what, what you have a training coming up? Please tell us about that as well. Um, my, my information is there on the, on the, the screen. If you're watching the video for the audio, you can follow me at Elevated Me LLC on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. 
Um, again, that's Elevated Me LLC on all of those platforms. My website is elevatedmellc.com. And if you go when, when, not if, but when you go to that website, <laughs> um, there's a tab at the top training and I have, I'm going to look at my cheat sheet here so I don't give you the wrong date and time. Um, <laughs> I am kicking off my Facebook live training again. So I have two courses scheduled, but of course, if you want to, if you, if you can't make one of these two sessions, I am absolutely open to doing one-on-one sessions. We have a class coming up on December 2nd at 6.30 and one on December 4th. That's a Saturday at 10 o'clock a.m. And um, while it's a $297 value, I am doing it for only $57. So make sure you jump on that and you get a nice, um, you know, everything's virtual now. And, you know, Victoria knows I'm extra. Um, so, you know, my, the, the companion journal that comes with it and, and, and book that comes with it, um, or I should say booklet, um, you get a hard copy of it. So it's not, you know, I'm not going to send it to you through email. I'm, I will send you a PDF of it, but you actually get something tangible to take away, take away from it. And that's very important to me now, especially that we're in this digital world. So we take so much for granted, um, you know, even the art of just writing a letter, we want to send an email. So you, you get something tangible to take away from it as well. Well, if you missed her first class, definitely want to jump on this train now, y'all, before she takes off and y'all can't afford her no more. So definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the information she's going to share is going to be beyond its weight in gold. So thank yeah. you so much, Christina. We really, really appreciate you. Thank you for bringing your expertise you. here. And um, what can, can we jump in on one more time? Oh, so I wanted to let them know with the Facebook training that their yeah. takeaways from it that just they don't just apply to Facebook. So if you're okay. saying, hey, I'm not an entrepreneur or I'm not going live on Facebook, some of the things you could take away from it relate to Zoom or like I said, if you're in organizations or like I have a somebody that's an instructor at a college, they were able to have some takeaways from it as well. So definitely don't let the fact that it says Facebook stop you from signing up for it. Great. No, thank you for clarifying. So this yeah, is going to be yes. a very robust training. So just sign up for it. You don't need no, no reason beyond that. Sign up. Uh, thank you, Cortina. And I want to say specifically, personally, thank you so much for what you shared, because I didn't realize I kind of have that issue myself. I can go speak in front of a room full of people. I don't even stress about it. And I don't know why sometimes going live is kind of one of those weird things. It's like, wait, I can't see anybody. <laughs> And you know, exactly. <laughs> when you're visual, you're like, wait, I like to see people. So no, <laughs> you're so right. It's just get out there and own it. So um, thank you so much for that. Cause I think something finally clicked in my brain. It's like, I used to do it a lot. It's like, well, I kind of got away from it. I need to get back into that. So mm -hmm. thank you for your insights on that thank note. You for reminding me. Oh, you know, look, I <laughs> look, if no one else Anyway, I already told I already told Christina off camera, I'll be stalking her and her career and where she goes with all of this because she's really bringing value. But thank you again, Christina, for being a guest. And thank you for everyone that took the time to watch this episode. Be sure to just like and share it. And we'll see you next time for another one.